Oh, Dave, look, there's uh, Bob Holmstrom and Jim Taylor playing. Oh, wait. Oh, they're playing for, like, the championship game. This would be good. Let's Here at Aslock. Let's go look. This is so let's cool. Go, yeah, let's, let's go, go over. Come on, on, come on. There's only a few people watching. Let's check it out. Okay. All right, Jim, that's a miss. Oh, hey, Bob. What, what are you guys playing? Yeah, hey, Dave. We're, yeah, we're... We're just playing our game for the championship here. Oh, wow, that's cool. What, 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 what scenario is it? Uh, yeah. yeah, if you just want to give us a minute, we're about done. Oh, okay, so okay. He's just taking a shot here. Okay, uh, I'll just be quiet over here. That looks like a miss, Jim. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hey, Jim, I think you forgot the neg one for the for being a cl- uh, close to the opponent. That means it's a hit, Bob. Game's not over yet. Okay. Did I ask you to comment on the game? Did Jim ask you to comment on the game? Oh, I think we better leave, Dave. Sorry, guys. Okay. No committing. Broadcast Foxhole. Hello, everybody. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And joining us tonight is Bob Holmstrom. Welcome back, Bob. Oh, it's good to be back. It is good to have you back, yeah, it's my good, friend. Good to see you. Uh, he what's really the date just, today? He just really came by to pick up his uh, his, his plexiglass. plexiglass. He came but, over because I bribed him with beer. And we gave him lots of promises. Of beer. Yeah. Well, it's always good to get a beer and a shot when you walk into yeah. the, the broadcast Foxhole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which reminds me of how I found Bob when I, we arrived at Gen, at Gen Con, when we arrived at Aslock. Oops. Sorry, Bob, your mic wasn't on. Okay, oh, now we're ready. Is he faintly heard in yeah, the background? But, yeah, he was still heard in the background. Okay. And um, well, he was along the side of the room playing, what was the zombie game? Last Night on Earth. Last Night on Earth, and I was so disappointed. Why was that? Because you weren't playing Squad Leader. <laughs> Where was this? He corrupted all these guys. They were all playing last you night know what? on Earth. It, Earth, it wasn't Earth. me. It oh. was it was the other guys who wanted to play. It oh, it was. Not me. Yeah, it was Rossi and uh, Jim Burris, and and they're the ones who you know coaxed me into play. Do you have the game at home? I do. Well, you could. The co- I know you've often offered me the, to do some of those Saturday day games, which I rarely can make. But you could probably talk me into doing a last night on Earth for an evening. Uh, We'll have Soon. to do that. So, right. yeah, be interested in trying That'd be that. fun. Yeah. yeah. Although I do have to play Jenny if we play. So. Is that a character That's in the game? That's a character in the game. Jenny the farm girl. Or was it, <laughs> it might be, <laughs> might, but it might have been an instrument. I have to play the Jenny. Yeah. It could be. So we're all still, re- no, we're not recovering from Aslock. That was over a week, a little over a week ago, but... We haven't talked to Bob since then, and we barely talked to you there because when, as we were coming in, you were heading out. Yeah. I guess you knew we were coming, and you were you thought I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> no, not Where at all. I would, show up? I was having a bit of burnout. Uh, oh, were you? Yeah. yeah. And come well, come Friday morning, I I was you know had enough ASL for a while. <laughs> Thirteen games in oh, yeah. uh, in I don't know five days, six it, days. It is possible. Yes, it was. Uh, it was enough for me, and and. Um, I knew I wasn't going to be in the grow fast, although I was technically undefeated with one win and no losses. But I yeah. wasn't going to be able to play eight games in two days. Yeah, why uh, didn't you start playing them sooner or something? I don't. Um, well, I, I what happens is I was in the um, the Thursday mini and I won okay. the first game and lost the second game. 
So you get a mulligan on that. You, you get to count your first win, and you get a mulligan on that loss. So I could have played Thursday night, played a Grow Fast game. Uh, but the, at the time, <laughs> we'd finished about, I don't know, 8, 8.30 at night, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to get another game in that late. I was, no. I was pretty much burned out at that point. And you you got there on what day? Uh, I got there Saturday evening. And it started really Friday evening, it, right? Yeah, I think there I don't maybe half a dozen guys came yeah. Friday evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got there. I don't know. There was maybe 30, 30 or 40 people there. Wow. Um, Saturday night. I, I got two games in uh, that night. So. Did you do any all-nighters or really, really late into the wee hours? <laughs> well, <laughs> one night we were—I was up till three. That's that pretty inc- late. That included zombies, though. That was yeah. zombies oh, okay. from about midnight on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There, there we go. Yeah, because with all that time, you don't really need to stay up late to play, and lots no. of guys did not. Lots of guys did Even not. But hit, we heard, you know. we re- we heard that there were guys because yeah. there was somebody there, buff, a Wild Bill. Yes. Wild Bill was Wild was Bill on, Hayward. Yeah, yeah Hayward. he was—he had the night watch. From like midnight till eight in the morning. Yeah, I think there were always ten, twenty guys. And still there were always there guys playing. playing. Yeah, yes. but and we and of course only arrived Friday. I got yeah, off. we got there the. Well, you guys got there Thursday, well, Thursday night. night. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I saw you playing zombies. Was disappointed. Went to our rooms, cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so just Friday, Saturday, and then of course when we do that kind of a weekend, I expected things to be happening there Sunday. But they kind of winds down on Right. This. Not everybody has Columbus Day off, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And so... But the Australian guys, sir, there were 13 guys there from Australia and, and New Zealand, I think. they kind of, Do they clump that together? Well, well we do, because we, we don't do. even know what yeah. the Netherlands is, but, <laughs> you know, we right. just clump it together. I, I mean, I did. I mean, I just, you know, somebody would say they're from New Zealand. Okay, well, you're an Aussie then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really like that, but... No. Uh, you know, I, I'm an American. I could get away with that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you're not an American. You're, when you say American, you're leaving out Latin America, South America... Where's that? Terrible. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't count. What are you Dave, talking about? Dave, we're in Chicago. We are yeah. in Latin America. <laughs> uh, no kidding. And well, I was you know, at, I was at a McDonald's. I've changed the subject here. Tangent alert. Um, okay, I'll, I'll turn down your mic. I, okay. No. <laughs> uh, grading papers. I like to get out of the house and grade papers at like a Burger King or something. I get a tea and then I can refill it. We'll start with a Coke, Diet Coke, and then go to a tea and then stay there for hours grading. No interruptions. But I started with everyone speaking uh, Spanish, and then it must have been like the second shift came in because within the hour, uh, there were three other people, groups of people in that restaurant, and they were all speaking like Polish or Russian or something. Right. And I really thought, you know, am it's I really the city, only person yeah. speaking English in this place? Mm-hmm. And And then I thought... Are they all legal immigrants? You know, <laughs> and are we letting in that many that I'm outnumbered like twenty to one in the, in the restaurant? Yeah. This, this was interesting. Yeah, it doesn't is, always happen, but it is. It's definitely know. interesting up here. It's yeah, multicultural. Yes, for sure. and we're not making any kind of political statement here. No, no, no. no I, I love the cultural diversity. It's actually very yeah. cool. And um, so back to Aslock. Sorry for the tangent. Um, yeah, are people cutting out Sunday. Right. Yeah, yeah, so don't plan on doing much Sunday. But after playing 30 games, some of those people <laughs> deserve to cut out. I, I don't know. That now, was what I heard. Some now, how many games play. did you guys play? I, you know, I oh, let's play games. games. Right, let's let's so. count them. Let's, let's, uh, well, let's see. No, I guess we didn't play any. <laughs> so, the, so the plexiglass I lent you for the 
action packed scenario. Was it all roads lead to Rome? I that, think. Right. That's yeah. Pikavich. We got in. We finished that one I because I quit. We finished that one <laughs> because oh, yeah, I quit. Dave, Dave quit. Right. This Why is a stupid quit? game. Why did I quit? Uh, I, I was, was just getting killed. Yeah. I was. And I was doing pretty well with it. Yeah. And you just. And I messed up. Oh, we forgot Panzerfausts. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, we forgot. Can you believe it? We forgot Panzerfaust. Well, we were busy recording. Is our excuse? Of we course. weren't playing to win. We were just playing, and people would come up. We'd say, "You come find us. We get an interview with you as soon as you're ready. You come up to us. We stop gaming and we record." Right. So, how many interviews did you end up doing? We got nine interviews. Yeah, nine. I think. And then the second game we got in was the next day, and we actually played it more to completion. Well, no, I I you, you I conceded up. at about turn three because I was doing so horribly. <laughs> but we count them as having played, and they were the two yeah. cabbage ones, which are really good. Lots of they were very variety fun. to them, right? And it was nice because I, afterward, uh, we could. I just went over to Mark and said, "Mark, this was all. I, I mean, this was terrible. How in the world do I approach this one? Because I didn't see how the Germans could win this." Particular oh yeah, which one I felt was like that? It was, that was the I, I, I totally stonewalled you though. You yeah, were just up against. Guys on a hill or something all yep. lined up and yep. yeah, you weren't going to get. Up uh, in I'll there. remember the name in a minute. Um, so yeah, I mean, we didn't really we knew that we didn't really go to play. We went to do interviews and. But you got you know, to Mark and got advice. Yeah, but I you went know, over to Mark and I game. got advice, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You can't always do that. Yeah. So. And it was then, good. We had a great time. Yeah, all in all, it was a very cool time. And I got in a game with Doug Grease, um, which I started to set up Bocage blockage. Uh huh. Don't say anything yet. And he says, have you played this before? I'm like, no, it's it's not marked as played, so I must not have played it. And we set it up, and we start playing, and soon, do you remember, right, Bob? I remember, yeah, we started playing it. (laughs) This is the the game when I watched Bob deteriorate before my eyes into a sweating, (laughs) convulsing mass of illness. Um, And we, yeah, so we're playing, and I go suddenly, What'd you do, spike his Wait a minute, wait a minute, this is the game I'm playing with Bob. He has his mortar way back here, and it's killing me in these trees. And over here, I blew up the vehicle, and the smoke was blowing down the street, and he thought I actually planned that, but I'm too stupid to have known that. And I'm like, and, and Doug goes, you said you hadn't played this game. <laughs> you were a snooker and dog. Yeah, like, uh, no, really. I told, it wasn't marked in the corner as played with the win-loss. I didn't know. <laughs> it was hilarious. And um, he took it to me pretty well. Burris Did came he? over and started like teaching us. Oh, that Burris, he'll get you everything. Um, the thing was, I, I you know, noticed. I had a room with him. Oh, yeah. that must have been a pleasant experience. Uh, it's it's a scary experience. What about with the bunny? Yeah, his bunny suit. He's he's got you know life size cut out of Derek Jeter. He brings with him. It's a very odd experience. And he puts in the room. Yeah, it's it's. it's yeah. No, you're kidding about all that stuff. The bunny at costume. We may not. We. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding about. It. Of course, <laughs> of course. So we're playing this game with Doug, and then I'm 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 kind of getting like I want to go talk to Mark Nixon. I right? Wasn't he there? He was, yeah. Remember? Then I'm like, yeah. oh, over there's like the guys who, when I grew up, they were writing all these articles and, you know, and so I was getting a little impatient. I was kind of going, just doesn't matter. Just roll the dice. Roll the dice. <laughs> and they're like, Dave, don't get mad at me. Like, no, I'm not mad at you. I just want to play faster. I want to end this. I want to go socialize. So again, my apologies, Doug. I was not mad at you. I was impatient. My apologies. So three games. Three games? Well, that's not bad. Yeah. No, for doing nine interviews and... Two and, 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 days. and all three games were with guys you could play any day of the week. <laughs> right, that, right, right. You know, any that is kind week. of interesting. But all yeah. three who live... Uh, we went to Cleveland you, to play guys drive. from around the corner. You would not impose on someone else to wait, you know, yeah. half an hour Very while true. we go do an interview and then right. come back. And that's yeah. what I told people. So did you play guys from all over the place? Or did you did. did you go there with an idea to play 
um, some specific scenario with specific people? I, I did not set up any games in advance. No. I, I just went there and, you know, with my personality, everybody wants to play. Of course. It's true. Yeah, it's magnetic. So. <laughs> but, uh, Absolutely. I, I wanted to play a lot, um, of foreign, foreign and Canadian players. Um, for, for foreign the World and Canadian. Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anzac players. Well, apparently... Canadians I, are not I, foreign. I, no, I not just, too foreign. I just not found really. out that, that Canada is indeed a separate country. I, I it, did not know that. It just doesn't... Yeah, there's no uh, need for that. It just... You know, um, so, I mean, I did learn something new at Oktoberfest. And uh, Canada, yeah, for you listeners out there didn't know it. it That's isn't not true. Part of the That's a Canadian fantasy. Is it? That's they were true. pretty adamant about that. <laughs> I think they drove us out several times when we tried to invade well, War of 1812, Revolutionary War. I think there was a third one in there somewhere. Yeah, but I suppose. But um, <laughs> so I... So I, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to help the U.S. win because as you guys probably know, the U.S. has not won the World Cup in eons. That's just right? because we're being nice. I think there's maybe a little bit more to it than that. I and think there might be a little bit of a conspiracy. What's the World Cup for, for <laughs> listeners who don't know? Yes. That's, I'm going to let the dogs in. You guys talk amongst them. All right. That's it, uh, at Oktoberfest. They, before the, the Grow Fast starts on, or the mini start on Wednesday, um, any game between an American player and a non-American or a U.S. and a non-U.S. player can be counted for the World Cup. And they told them all up, and whichever you know side, the U.S. or everyone else, whoever has more wins the World Cup. So and it has been the world. It has been the world for, I don't know, a number of years. Is that because they just send their hmm. best players over? And I would guess so, and I think a lot of the, the really good U.S. players don't come until... You know, Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Whereas if you're, you know, if oh. you're going to come from, you know, France or Australia or or New Zealand, you're going to come for the whole week probably. So, right. Um, you know, I think that's what, you know, that's what kind of one of the reasons. And obviously, they're very good players. Yes. So, yeah. We're not demeaning you know, them no, in any way. No, <laughs> we're not. not at all. So I wanted to get. Uh, I wanted to try and help the the U.S. I wanted to play as many of these U.S. World matches as I could. So I, I got five in. I played. Um, Five different people from um, mostly Australia, four Australian slash New Zealanders, yeah, and one uh, Englishman. Okay, those guys or are that tireless. A great, or is that a Great Britain? Or he was an Englishman. He was okay. from uh, I think Portsmouth, so. <laughs> not Wales or yeah, something like no, that. No, he wasn't a Welshman. I don't think so. Uh, at least I called him an Englishman, and he he didn't respond negatively to that. So, <laughs> um, but uh, so you know, I. I I went four and one against the world, so I think I did my part. Oh, you mm-hmm. did do your part. And Jim Burris, my roommate, went five and zero oh against the world. So yeah. combined, room three hundred five was nine and one. But somehow the U.S. still managed to lose. Jim was really wow. on, I think. You, that oh, week. he was. Is this play like super improved or? Jim's always, always been a top-notch player. Notch player. Yeah, okay. Very, very much so. He went in a couple of years where he didn't play much and kind of his skill went down a little bit. But the last couple of years, he's, I think he's back to his A game. Yeah, when he was teaching us the rules, he was like having you in the room. It was mm-hmm. He knew stuff right away, yeah. could rattle off all the modifiers for those things that I've ignored for all those years, like the <laughs> freeze moves, and, and still I haven't gone back and tried to learn them very well. Yeah. I do them more often, but I, you know, and he was really good at that. So yeah, I think at one point Jim was... Like undefeated going 13 into Friday. Yeah, I, think. I think so. Oh, and actually, right. though, that's he didn't right. count the game. That. I beat him, though, Saturday night. So. Oh. It was a play test game. He didn't want okay, to count so it. so that but, didn't But, I mean, I, I counted it on my record. Yeah, so. yeah. I would have so. if I were there, too. He went win or lose. Because, you know, I just like to say I've played everything, so... 
He's yeah, very he's calm. Pretend. He's very calm when he plays, and, and he has a little smile on his face yeah, at the all low, times. The giggle when he rolls yeah. the threes over and over again, because <laughs> he's known to roll lots of threes. Uh, oh, then I'd be a match for him. Giggle. Yeah, you would. You, you two should play. Yeah. Put the sniper number at three, and that guy will be shooting all night long. <laughs> and so the minis are, and again, listeners, we know you can, you know, a lot of you know this already, but there's a lot of you out there that have not gone to the S-Lock, so... Um, the minis are these, are they three game? Yeah, they're eight person tournaments, tournaments, three rounds. Um, so you have eight people and, you know, you, it's a single elimination, so yeah. you play until you lose. Mm-hmm. Kind of thematic. Yeah, they they have themes like, you know, my favorites, they have the AARP, you know, tournaments, so you have to be over, I don't know, oh. 55 or whatever to play in that one. I, oh. you know, I think they have they a nap to... break in there, too, <laughs> in that one. I think from noon, I think they start early. They start at, like, 5 in the morning as opposed to 8. Yeah, when eight. people are getting back from the coffee shop, meeting That's their right. old yeah. retired yeah. friends. Right. Yeah, they get their free coffee at McDonald's, and they come <laughs> and they, they play, and then they take a nap, and, you know, get to change their depends, and, and then they... You know, go from there. If they remember who won, you know, yeah. that, I think Brett has to kind of look over that a little bit, you know, to make sure they don't wander away. What or, turn were we on? Yeah, <laughs> use that turn. Oh, I'm sorry, card. guys. I, they, they, <laughs> but you guys aren't approaching ARP. Oh, oh, I'm no, going on 50 no. here. I think you're older than me, right, Jeff? I'm going to order. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to order a Walker yeah. though. A Walker? I, yeah, I've been looking at one on eBay. I got my eye on. Yeah, it's good to have it. And be ready. Yeah. Well, it was interesting too, Jeff, as people thought I had not played a lot of ASL. I don't know where they got that impression, probably listening to the podcast, but. You played over a thousand games. I know, I said that on the air, and, but a lot of people were like, I thought you both were new. And well, one guy, a Banizic, at, at dinner, he said, well, well, how come I don't know you? I mean, I'm like, I remember you, you wrote articles for the general and stuff, and he's like, mm-hmm. look at me, he goes, You've been playing that long? And I said, well, yeah, you know, I've been playing ever since it came out. He goes, how come I don't know you? Right, because Rob said, was in Chicago for yeah, yeah. years. Right? I said, because I sat in Palatine and trained new players constantly and then played like a guy for a year, two years, made mostly just him, a few other friends, all who I taught the game to once I was taught by Wally. And then, you know, I, I went to tournaments and I sat there quietly in my little corner and felt I was unworthy of almost talking to anybody. You know, I mean, no, really, I, you know, I'm like, I don't know these people. And I would go with one other person or by myself a couple of times. And I didn't go because I had kids. And I said, I never felt I could write anything that I was smart enough. And so that's why you didn't know me. I was always there watching everybody. Yeah. <laughs> sounds kind of scary, but a little creepy, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> but I think we should put you in training. For ASL Open or yeah, something. Yeah, no, no. You know? We'll just keep sending dun, Bob dun, and Bendis and people dun, from the area dun, dun, dun. that can actually play. Oh, well, and, yeah, did you give the shout-out to our to our local guy who won yeah. the Grow Fest? And is that the winner of the Grow Fest? He was, yeah. yeah. How about that? And we saw a little bit of that last game that he was playing against. Uh, Jim Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that looked pretty – it looked kind of intense. It Both, both of them were standing up. I can imagine. You know, hovering over, looking, checking lines of sight. Well, they were and, sitting and when whatnot. I was there, but – it was a, probably a yeah. long game, though, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, congratulations, Bob. And we're lucky enough to have him in the area. Although he's in New York right now, we'd like to get him on. I'd like to do a game, uh, you know, replay, what do we call him, ASL Extra with him and maybe get you or Spokey to do uh, neutral commentary and get or you play him sure. or something. It's always fun playing Bob. So I'd like to get that and then, you know, of course, get him on for a roundtable, talk about how to win a, a tournament that's on our agenda to do in the future. Yeah. So, so did you uh, – did you play any any guys like Pitkavich or uh, the guys that I know as big names like Gary Fortenberry, Chaz, or, uh, 
or Chaz? I guess not. Um, yeah. I guess the, the biggest name would be uh, Matthias Ronblum, who, who mm. does the Friendly Fire. I believe you guys yes. interviewed mm-hmm. him. No, no. Matthias refuses to sit down with us. <laughs> He's yeah. a very wise man. Yes. Just just offer him some Ikea gift certificates, and, and he'll, oh. he'll be right there with you. It's okay, always so. good to know the way in. Yeah. We'll have to try yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So uh, that was that was a really fun game. I, I played him. And other than that, um, well, Aaron Cleveland, he's a former oh, yeah. Faz from you know, Australia slash New Zealand. I'm trying to think. I think that's it as far as, you know, as notable big-name players. Yeah. Um, was Did you have some close, really close games and uh, memorable moments? I, I had a lot of close games. And are there um, memorable moments from Squad Leader that are, that are worth repeating? From the games? Yeah, I mean, really, you know. Nah, telling stories is usually boring for people. It, it seems like it. I mean, can mm-hmm. you tell it? Interesting story. It's, Do you have any? It's, you know, I <laughs> have to put you well, on your spot. Well, close but, game is well, you know, yeah. If I could go back to for a second, we, we you said some notable names. It's funny at Oktoberfest, you know, maybe they are notable names, but a lot of players I played are scenario designers like uh, Brian Martuzas, who, yeah. who mm-hmm. uh, designed a lot of the Armies of Oblivion scenarios. I played him one day. Um, I also played uh, Eric Saffron. He he designs some of the East Side Gamer scenarios. So okay. I guess when, yeah. you know, there it's just the matter of uh, Cleveland and Oktoberfest, you're going to play, you know, guys who uh, who are scenario designers yeah. and, and who write uh, articles for yeah. ASL. Yeah. So. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anything really uh, memorable? Uh, I'm trying to think memorable. Think? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. It to, is tough. To, to, to to describe because, you know, you go to one game and, you know, it comes down to the end and you win or lose, then you start your next game. Right. And yeah. it's, you know, your memories kind of blanks out because you're focused on the new game. I guess the most closest game, I guess, was against Darren Cleveland. And that's probably because he's a former Grofaz and, and uh, you know, a very good player. And uh, we played a, a scenario from the Swedish Volunteers Pack. And uh, it, it didn't start off good for me at all. I did. I thought it was going to be over real quick, and, and he played really, you know, he's a strong player, and he was attacking, he was really aggressive, and um didn't look good, but I just hung in there and got lucky at the very end. The, the luck just changed on the last turn. Everything was going his way, and then it was like, well, bam, a light went off, and everything went my way, and nothing went his way on the last turn, and, and I uh, pulled out a... Uh, a win on a scenario I didn't think I, I had any chance with. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Even that Bokaj one I was doing with Doug, it looked like he was... I, I forgot the... This is horrible. I forgot Panzerfaust with you, Jeff, and then I forgot the the victory cap. When you can't lose so many points, you lose the game. Right. So I was charging through his minefields, drawing everything off to the right, and then I was going to shoot around some vehicles to the left, go over the little hill on the boards and Bokaj stuff, and get around to that last building and get in there. He only had like a, one little thing back there. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, this is easy. And then, and then Burris goes, oh yeah, what about that point cap? And I'm like, what, what? Was Burris kibitzing in he, your well, game? <laughs> he was helping us. So we weren't playing to win. We were, he was helping us. So that was good. And, um, well, I'm you like, know oh yeah, pre- the point cap. And we realized, oh, I'm at 19, maybe, whatever the thing was. And it was 20. Or maybe it was 10 and I was at 9, whatever. I was one point away mm-hmm. and from losing to the cap 
right. then we look at the board, and I have like two dudes sitting in the mines broken <laughs> <laughs> next to the enemy. I'm like, well, this will be over Real quick. Quickly. Let's see if I can get out of the minefield. No, no boom, gone. game over. Okay, game now on. I can go talk to Mark Nixon and those guys. <laughs> but he was gone already. Uh-huh. But anyway. Well, you know why you forgot that stuff? No. Because you didn't get your nap. <laughs> yeah. Should have taken your nap. Yeah, that's ridiculous. To not know the victory conditions, unbelievable. Yeah. Ridiculous. But again, it wasn't a game for you know winning. I got to win, and it goes in the tournament. But still, um, you know, my most memorable moment though, Jeff, was when I we were gonna we didn't have a place to set up because it was so crowded. Yeah, and we had to move a couch to set up an area with the with the recording studio, and. Someone was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah, Bob Bendis. Did you, did you, Bob Bendis? Yeah. Just move the couch with him so on So I'm it? leaning <laughs> over the couch at the head of it where his head is. So my head is kind of leaning right over toward his head, and I'm trying to slowly lift this thing up and shove it back. And as I go to move it, it kind of bumps a little. And, and I sat for a second, and then his eyes, like, Flash open, <laughs> staring right at my face. I'm like, oh, sorry, Bob. I gotta move the couch. Yeah, <laughs> it like, was really hilarious. You had to move the couch. I just open and be staring at you, you know, in a daze, and he's. Like, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And you know, that's the kind of thing that can go on there. People are are. It's kind of like being in a frat house in a way. It is kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. They're sleeping here. They're drinking yeah. there. They're eating there. Um, and it really did feel the camaraderie, and I really started to feel like part of the community yeah. as opposed to the rest of my 20 years of experience <laughs> when it's just me in Palatine training new players and, you know, who are my friends. Um, and you had mentioned that before, Bob, talking about the tournament scene a uh, year ago when we were on the show right. here and the camaraderie. And so, um, yeah, I really, really felt it this year. Obviously, people knew our names from the podcast, but even in spite of it, just talking with people, um, it was a great time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it build friendships, and you you see the same people at, at tournaments, and it just and it I had just seen them nice. at the open too, yeah. a lot of them. So you're like, oh right. yeah, there's that guy from the open. Oh yeah, yeah, there's that guy. And it was funny. The listeners, several of them, said, "You guys have the wrong voices," because they switched our images. Yeah, Jeff's the one with hair. Dave's the bald one. Just so you guys can keep yeah. it straight. <laughs> um, I enjoyed getting there and seeing that the guys that had, some guys had gotten there early and it set up some really nice, comfortable tables on permanent the... spots like around the periphery. Yeah, uh, I was yes. Goldman had I, a little area on the outside. I missed out was... on those. That my last Oktoberfest two years ago, and my first one, um, I had one of those tables. Oh. And when I got in Saturday, I wanted one of those tables too, but yeah. there was two problems. One was a couple of them weren't set up yet, and I'm not sure if somebody was saving them or not. But the other was I was sharing my stuff with Jim Burris. Uh-huh. So you really kind of had to have a space where we're next to each other. And I knew a lot of guys were, you know, in from Australia, so it, you know, and probably didn't have their gear. Um, so I just figured, you know, I would yeah. stay where we had the room. But, yeah, I, I had one of those setups two years ago, and that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Really, yeah. It's like a little suite over there yeah, on the side. Is. Yeah, Dave Goldman, he had the music playing. And he, he had, had his, music playing. He had his laptop there and a printer. It was just it was like being in a living room. <laughs> and I walked by, and I'd say was, to his opponents, like, you know, he's just playing that music to totally annoy you and make you lose. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, a great tournament. Brett, Brett does a great job just... Uh, Keeping it all together. And what was, it was really flowing neat, really smoothly. And I don't know if this is normal, but suddenly a sign appeared on the door, like, open bar tonight. Is, did it happen two years ago? What? Open bar. 
I missed that. You missed that. <laughs> yeah, it was Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. I can't believe I left on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Free pizza. Free pizza. Yeah, oh, no. Fun. The open bar was Friday. You were there. You missed it still. Well, I left Friday. Yeah, you left Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, Friday night was open bar. Saturday night oh, yeah, was free right. pizza. Yeah. And is that normal or no? He had, I think he had so many people show up, 170-something. Yeah, 173 That he had four. extra cash. So yeah. he was like, okay, just open the bar and go. And they ordered, I don't know, 50 pizzas came up. And what was really wild was everyone was kind of mobbing around the bar to get the free pizza. They laid it out across the counter. And spontaneously, they formed into a line. <laughs> now, what does that tell you about squad leader players? They yes. spontaneously formed a line yeah. and all got in line and waited to get the pizza. <laughs> which I looked at it going, that is wild. I can't think of another group that would spontaneously form a line. You know. Well, you're used to being around eighth graders, though. Yeah. Well, come, you know. Yeah. Well, we had a nice talk with, uh, who else did we talk with? We, we talked with Perry. Oh, did you? I was going to cool. ask if, if you yes, talked. Yes, I saw yeah. Perry. We'll I, that out. I talked with him just briefly about changing the ski rules. but Oh, but, uh, what don't you like about the ski rolls? Uh, there's a couple of things. There's one like all the all ski counters are created equal, so well, yeah. like a leader a leader ski counter can be used by a full squad, and a, like a full squad can deploy into half squads. Oh, they yeah. have two ski counters. Right. They can, and so we were yeah, playing right. we were playing this one scenario, Road to Gora, which I'm sure you've played. Since it's it's, uh, it's a winner, yeah. You know. If it's came before, and right. uh, you know, I've and uh, and that's one where there's two sweet or uh, finished forces, one without skis and one with skis, uh-huh. and the ones without skis have to they kind of have to meet, and then the ones without skis have to kind of move to the other end of the board. So that comes into play there because then the the guys with skis can kind of just you know drop them off, and here's some skis, and and then you, you know, got a leader, yeah, like unlimited skis. So yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's that's one of them. There's and then the stacking issue with the skis, where you have guys on top of skis and yeah. guys carrying skis, and it's just a real. Yeah, I think we play often where it's like, let's just assume everybody's on well, their skis. That's and when you take them off, you have to put them on top of you. That, that's you know, probably something a good like idea. that. We, you know, you know, I, my suggestion would be just get rid of the counters and say if units have skis, then they're. They ignore the movement point penalty. I'm sure, Perry. I, you know, I don't. There's probably problems with that change yeah. too. So, well, it's interesting. We were just talking before you came in, saying, "Well, what do we want to do next? We want to do cavalry, and we want to do kind of winter stuff with skis and stuff." So, yeah. I'll get you back on for some of those topics. Okay, but, that'd be fun. How did Perry respond to that? Did or did he? Oh, he he wouldn't respond. Yeah, he's smart enough. He, not he, to. he knows better <laughs> yeah. than that. I'm sure. <laughs> he's not say anything. He just you know, spur of the moment. Of, and, you know, died committal. Yeah. Half nod, half shake of the head, so yeah. you can't really tell if he's agreeing with you or, or <laughs> laughing at your <laughs> stupidity. So. so, yeah, it was nice. We got him. We talked to uh, Evan Sherry. From Schwerpunk? From Schwerpunk, which was really nice. And, uh, oh, and Just a couple tons of, of people. Couple the, of the new guy from the Battle um, battle School. Battle School. We'll be yeah. getting into that later. And mm-hmm. Of um, course, I don't like those guys. Oh, why not? We'll edit that out. <laughs> you can I don't like the little the I don't like the symbol on the one. Oh, the dice. Oh, okay, one. okay. I thought you didn't like the guys. Oh no, no, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 Canadians, so they're American. Well, no, they're not Americans. Yeah, they're not Americans. They're, they're a they want to be. <laughs> but no, I you know uh, no, nothing wrong with with the guys. I just I don't like the symbol for the one. But I really. Yeah. yeah. But they also reason. have the symbols now with the 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 award. That's the Iron Cross. Right. No, I that I like. Yeah. I mean, they have it for that you know for each nationality, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's cool. Right. 
Yeah, I just, it's the one with the, the logo. But I just, you know, I, you know it's one of those. Oh, weird you just like to see a one ADHD <laughs> things or the obsessive compulsive. You know where Where's my opponent rolls it, and I'm like, Where's they're like, I rolled thing? snake eyes. I'm like, no, that's not snake those eyes. Those are symbols. That's two yeah. symbols. You got an iron cross and an order of lettuce. Yes, but it's symbolic <laughs> of snake eyes, Bob. So. But that's just my hang-up. And we saw Alex Key. Did we say that already? And No, we didn't. And Alex Key, yeah. Marvelous nice. generosity and uh, helping everybody out there. He's got a huge... We actually took our recording space from the night before, but we, you know, we, we knew, yeah. we knew to get out of his way. We were like... And his wife came and helped him load all that up and stuff. What a marvelous yeah. woman. I thought that was pretty cool. I well, like I mean, just the fact that she would go to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the hotel was very nice and we found a it couple was. places around there, but you, you don't have to go too far to want to stay in your car. Which we did. We, we did went, night. we the went the over the bridge. Were you guys looking for some adult entertainment? No, we were not. No, we were not. And we'll go on the record with that. In fact, we had a very interesting conversation about all those concepts on the way down. Um, which is very, I was very surprised at all of our appropriateness. And we went over, you know, it was like over the bridge in the yeah. one direction and then kind of right. straight. And we went to the right and there was a Greek restaurant there. Rogan's. Fine. That and then we were good, looking yeah. for a drink and we, there was a, a, a bar called something Yeah, else. it was a pub. Cal something or other pub. And right so we thought, door. oh, that sounds really Irishy. And we walked in and it was a metal door. It was this, yeah, barred. metal door with bars and paint, you know, like slopped on paint. And, and the sign big that said... signs. You must be 21. Like huge letters. Gigantic. And it said, premises are under video surveillance at all times. And I just kind of remembered the footage of people like shooting each other. Was that in Cleveland or was that somewhere else in Toledo? Oh, I'm sure. And about a year ago, a bar gunfight broke out. And we just kind of looked and went, eh, no, let's, let's just go somewhere It looked else. like one of those doors that you could go in, but you never come out. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then the next so. night, I was kind of more into going. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, remember I said, let's go, let's go actually go in. Well, we didn't, we didn't. We didn't. So it was free pizza, so we stayed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then those two guys, Action, Action. Burke. Burke. And Bill Fish Connor. And got Bill to interview the, the, the really old, no, before your time, Bob. Do you remember? Well, the early, early days? I don't remember the early days. Yeah. They, they were really classic names. And their senility comes through a little in the interview. We'll, we'll see that when we get it. But, um, but boy, great. This started the whole S-lock. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I went, these were all these legend names, and I just, again, hid in the shadows at Aslock when I went uh, 10 years ago and, well, maybe 15 years ago. I think it was pre-kids. So it was good to get there now. And now I'm really itching to get back, actually, sadly, because it's going to be... I, ah, I, no, it'll be... I agree. I'm, I, I was going to do every other year. Yeah. I, I yeah. want to go next year now. Even you know, I kind of brought like. Ah, now you could, I don't want to skip a year. You yeah. could go for less time if it's a burden on your work or something. Well, it's not so much the burden on the work. It's uh, yeah, it's the the burnout. I don't know if I'd go Saturday. I, I'd maybe go Monday or yeah, for like the week that. week instead of the weekend and the weekend and then and then right. leave for the weekend when most most people are there. I think in that last weekend, sure. the Friday Saturday. Well, you know who we did not really even get to talk to, other than in passing, was Chaz. Oh, which yeah. was real kind of yeah. strange, a little strange. Yeah, I mean, just kind of our own we, fault, we, I think. But yeah, but we kept missing him. I mean, he was busy doing a lot of different stuff. But. And Perry covered a lot of information. That I think yeah. he would have covered well, for yeah, us. I but did, we'll but call him. Right. right. I, I don't know about you guys. I was disappointed to see Chaz there at all. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Well, we have Budapest. We're planning on playing here, right? And when it comes out, we our camp. Yeah. Oh, game. correct. Right. We're That's supposed right. to do that. And instead, she has working on Budapest and getting that published. <laughs> he was he's, wasting he's his wasting time. his time at Oktoberfest, yeah. having fun. And yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Kind of, kind of rubby the wrong way. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why you wouldn't talk to us. That man should get to work. Yeah. So we we may as well uh, pause here well, to pour mention. pour a little Talisker for that single malt scotch, who that was given to us by Keith, a fan of ours. Keith, yeah, thank you Keith. so much. Spent a lot of time with him. And oh, am I taking too much? Here you go. Oh, well, I am taking too much. Jeff. Yeah, that is a lot. What are you doing? What are you doing? Holy cow! Yeah, you expecting company? So thank you very much, and uh, it was good meeting some of the fans. Yeah, it was really nice. And uh, so cheers, guys. Clink, cheers. clink, and drink. Oh, stop it! And Bob, you had uh, made a comment about uh, the Australians and their oh, attitude good. toward America, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. It's been a long time since I've had Talisker. <laughs> you know, and speaking of, of H, uh, you know, we were talking about the AARP tournament, mini tournament. They're talking now about having an under-40 mini-tournament and whether they could, in fact, get eight people under 40 who go to Aslock. Yeah. Oh, I mean, really? there are younger players, mm-hmm. and, and I have some of them in the group, but, um, yeah, getting into Aslock, Aslock is different. I think we counted, like, five, I, me being one of them. So that's kind of interesting that uh, there's not a lot of uh, under-40 players. Yeah, I think you have to be a... Pretty core player to go to Aslock, which is false. We invite all you young people listening. They did a starter kit uh, kind of competition yeah. there this year. I think it was new this year. So we're inviting you all out, even if I don't get there. Um, but get get try and get to one. Even Absolutely. go for the weekend. You don't have to go for the whole week by yeah. any means. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, we're talking um, about the Aussies. About the Aussies, yeah, and. Um, you know, Dave, you had mentioned the same thing I I had because I played quite a few of of, of our Australian colleagues, and uh, the interesting thing is, almost all of them said, "Boy, you know, you Americans are so nice. Everybody's yeah. so nice over here." We we had always heard that that Americans were rude, and it was going to be a kind of unpleasant experience. You know, not necessarily with the ASL players, but with the airports and things like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. And I pointed out to one of them that, um, well, he's in the Midwest, and we have a reputation for being one of the nicer regions of, of the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I even think that's way too general. As, you know, I probably. Those kind of generalizations are yeah. just un, unfair. And, you know. I was struck, though, too, Jeff, by the friendliness of the people of Cleveland. Remember at the subway and at the various places. Well, the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. The staff was very friendly at the yeah. hotel. Yeah. And at the subway, the lady would like talk to you more than they would here, uh, even in Palatine. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's, I think they were English speakers too, as opposed to here, but that's back to the other <laughs> well, subject. Right, back to <laughs> speaking, uh, speaking, what's the Indian language? Hindi. Hindi? Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that was, uh, that was, that was a pretty nice compliment, uh, yeah. Coming yeah. From yeah, and just the fact that um, that they came so far mm-hmm. to play squad leader was, it, it, to me, is just an amazing thing. And from various sections of Australia and New Zealand, you know, coming together and flying all that way—I mean, that's a long walk, man. Mm-hmm. That's how long did they say the flight was? Twenty? Uh, I think it is. Or, yeah, uh, something twenty-something. Easily. Yeah. Well, and if I was playing, at, you know, one of the Australian guys, and I played another Australian guy, and I said, "Well, do you?" 
do you guys, and we're kind of in between the games, so will you guys play then? They go, no, we live a thousand miles yeah, apart. Each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess, uh. And that know. makes some sense too. <laughs> it's very close yeah. on the map though. <laughs> so it's a little bit, right. it's, like, it's like lumping New Zealand in there. You know, we always just assume, oh, they must all get together. Yeah, come on over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a big, big place. Yeah. So. so one one final memorable game for me at ASLOC, I have to mention, and, and it was really a, a first for me as I was playing in a mini tournament, and I won't mention the player I was playing. He was a very, very nice guy, and we are having a good time playing the game. But uh, his dice rolls were unbelievably low. I mean, you know, it, it, we all go to see streaks, you know, like Dave and your threes, and <laughs> you know, but um, this had gone on for over two turns. I mean, he was, he went on like just rate of fire tears with a medium machine gun, which he has a rate of fire in two. two. And he shot like uh. seven, eight times, twice, two fire phases in a row. Uh, in fact, the last time he still had rate of fire, but he'd killed all everybody. He killed everybody. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I'm playing, and I, you know, I'm getting a little discouraged at this point because I think I played a solid game, but I, you know, I'm starting to change my game because, you know, every die roll seems like it's a three or a four he's rolling, and 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 so uh, I think it was around turn three he he started rolling this again, this incredibly low die rolls and rate of fire shots, critical hits with his tanks, and so I kind of just went over and I picked up his dice. Are you kidding me? And his all. colored dice only had a one, two, or three. Are on you it. kidding? No. I'm not kidding you. No, you're kidding me. I am me. not kidding you. That is unbelievable. I was. I. I. I said, "What is this?" He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Look at the die." And he looks at the die, and he's like, "I don't know." And I said. There's there's two ones, two twos, and two threes on it. There's no four, five, or sixes. Oh, <laughs> I was kind of oh. guessing that's where this was going, but I couldn't believe that. Yeah, but. yeah, it was it was the first. And he's you know he he oh, yeah. said it wasn't intentional. I, I accidentally I, I believe got him. He said he, he grabbed a handful of dice from home, and, and I don't believe. You, I, I believed him. I was, I try to think the best of people. So I, I believed him. I think the worst. <laughs> Even to have a die well, like a that in, at home. I mean, you've got to be on the lookout for that. He must have known he had a yeah, die like that. I mean, if you, but I'm going to do that. But so you, I, I, that I don't is. know because you would have to know you would get caught at some point using oh, a you die would like think that. So. Yeah, because yeah. you're, you know, eventually. It, it took you, you know, how many turns did it take you to? About two and a half turns. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, so. it's early, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty early. Yeah, so. Because you got to get over though. Okay. I'm like, what, what am I going to do about checking this out? So. Right. Oh so, my uh, gosh, that's that astounding. was this year, huh? That was this year. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, that was well, we'll have to ask you about that off off, off the year. Who that was? Yeah. No, and then we'll make up a reason to name. call him. <laughs> to interview him. Yeah, so we heard about. Yeah, do you have your... any memorable games that you want to talk to us about? Yeah, well, I mean, it will improve your game. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I got to get one of those. That's, that's, there's no no question about that. Yeah. So, that, so that was a unique experience. Did you run into any uh, situations where you weren't sure of what the ruling should be on something, and you had to make a determination or ask for an uh, ask adjudication? Barry. Barry says, yeah. Or ask Perry? Not really. Um, or did you learn anything new? Oh, I learned. I learned some new things. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of it, I don't. I'm not sure how much of it will hold up. For example, I know 
we looked up a rule for if there's like a support weapon laying on the ground and you have, say, three squads in the hex and during your rally phase you want to recover it, I have always played that only one squad can attempt to recover it. Oh, I don't. Now, and that's how everybody else I'd ever played has mm. played it. Now, my opponent said, no, each one could attempt it. I said, no, that's not right. I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. So yeah. we looked it up, and the rules seemed to indicate he was right. Yeah, that's what I was huh. thinking. But mm. now I, I kept watching other people, and they were playing the same way. With, um, one, with attempt. one attempt per weapon. I think it's one attempt per squad. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know. Maybe there was some errata I hadn't incorporated into the rules. That's always a possibility. Yeah. Um, another another rule that I'm not sure is right or wrong, but is that if in close combat, if you roll a a 12 or 2 or a 12, if your opponent rolls a 12, you can withdraw the unit. And the, the rules apparently say in that case, it doesn't, you can be pinned, you can be broken, you can be berserk. Um, they don't put any kind of restrictions on that like where normal, right normally with an ambush for example you can't, if you're pinned you can't withdraw um even if you know you ambush the other guy but then that was brought up and i don't know if there was some errata on that or not so that that one maybe i'm kind of iffy about but um other than that the only really conti- the only contentious thing was a line, one line of sight check um that was kind of contentious and we Roll brought a third. We brought oh. a third party in, and we both agreed. You know, if he says it's clear or, or blocked, we'll go with what he says. Yeah, and, and so I was. I was glad to help you out for that twenty bucks you I, gave I me. I appreciate it, Dave. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to name names, but oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good solution too. Instead of a dice roll, I have plenty of guys who know how to string a line of sight. Yeah. Let them just yeah. make a call. So I would have held out for forty. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say contentious, not you know, yeah. you weren't we wrestling were over no, the board. We Angry, you're not talking to each other. Like, well, I did notice that at the tournament, there was no raising of voices or shaking of fists or guys going out the window. Yeah, or very cordial, like that, very you know? cordial. Yeah, if people had Which anything is, to well, say Gary about Tressa him, Gary had left by the time you got. Well, there, so. yes, we <laughs> talked about him before, scaring people away from the tournaments. So, was he there? Yeah, he no. was. Oh, he oh, was early? He oh. was. I think he had to leave early. Yeah, he was sitting next to me playing Burris, and Burris was doing his usual threes. Gary oh. was a little loud, to say the <laughs> least. Oh, that's a good Gary's a good guy, though. But, um, yeah, lots of good people, good times. So, yeah. and, uh, and it's another thing, Bob, is getting, you kind of bring up getting out there, seeing how other people play the rules, and you learn something new, right? You can still learn stuff, especially for young players. Come on out and learn. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's the best way to learn. One thing that the uh, Australians mentioned to me was that the Americans, you know, in, in general, play a bit slower yes. than the way they do in Australia. And did you notice that they were playing quicker than other opponents that you <laughs> played? Had you Did you make any notes? Oh, than other that? opponents, yeah. Yeah. But they played at the speed I like because I like yeah. to play at a quicker pace yeah. than a lot of them. Yeah, lot of we should all pick up the game. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the die roll is going to get you anyway, mm-hmm. but... It, yeah, I look at it as a learning experience, and if you practice playing faster, I think it'll just be good for everybody. And, and it was great for me because since I was playing a lot of Australians, I was getting a ton of games in because we would finish a scenario, right. you know, in under three hours. Um, and and that to me is great. I love you know just getting to it and not not uh, you know perseverating over every move and right. you know, just just. Just start, you know, start going at it. And so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and in fact, one of the guys we were talking to said that he was playing an American, and the game had gone on quite long 
And did did he concede? Or, uh, he or might have he, actually I think conceded. He actually conceded yeah. because he said, you know, I I flew a long way, and I'm not going to spend five or six hours or whatever it is on on one scenario. Well, so I'm you just going to concede. And, and I had on. done had done that at the winter tournament. I talked I about that before. That. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, oh, it was that like guy. late and then slow and then yeah, I just bam. well then he ordered lunch and well I said go get some lunch, but I meant bring it back. And he, and, went, and, and he went, went and stayed out for like 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, where's that guy? He's supposed to be bringing a sandwich back. And then he, I didn't mean go out and stay out, you know. <laughs> I didn't play a some lunch. single like, slow player, though, at Oktoberfest. Mm. That, that was, was, very that was nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was every, everybody I played had a good, good pace to their game, which is always makes things a little more fun. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. So. so that's good. All around good fun. Well, mm-hmm. why don't we, uh, do our interview, which should be very interesting. And thanks, Bob, for coming in. Thanks a lot, Bob. It's great thanks to see you. Thanks for having me, guys. It's, yeah. It was fun as always. Yeah. And we'll take we can't wait to Don't play, forget your uh, plexiglass. Last won't. person on earth. <laughs> last person on earth and the last Budapest. Yeah. In Budapest. That our cam- We're going to do really do a campaign game. Yeah. We just oh, need one more guy. Kind of a first for you, Dave. Well, no. I remember I did a I did two, a very short mm-hmm. uh, conf group two, and then a longer conf group two that went three sessions or four sessions. Right, but that was last century, right? Well, yes, it was the last century, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was 1998 or something. <laughs> Absolutely right. So, that, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Yeah, so thanks. We'll come back anytime, Bob. And now on to Brett. Look who it is, Dave. It's Brett Hildebrand. Yes, it is. N- nearing the end of the week, right, Brett? Um, yes, fortunately, it's, well, fortunately for me, because <laughs> it's, it's a long, grueling week, but uh, we're coming to the end. We're down to, uh, well, I think we have six people still alive for the Grofas right now. And, Do you uh, know some of their names offhand? Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Steve Pleva is playing George Turnmeyer. They're both at 5-0. Matthias Ronblom is uh, waiting on the winner of a Bob Bendis JR tracing match. Oh wow! Uh, uh, they're looking. The winner will go to five and zero, oh, and the loser will be playing James Taylor, who's also five and zero oh at this point. So we've uh, <laughs> first time in a long time. Depending on how things break r- with our uh, spoiler, we might need to go to eight rounds to settle it and come up with a final undefeated. Oh, and that would be tomorrow morning or afternoon, even. Um, if it goes eight, that might stretch into tomorrow afternoon. We're gonna have to see. <laughs> We're in the odd situation of we might have two different tie bre- or two different spoilers trying to knock off one of the last undefeateds in the odd grouping, and uh, so we could have somebody back into the title tomorrow if the uh, if we end up with three six and O's after tonight. The two six and O's would play tomorrow, and then. One would play a spoiler. If he wins, then we'd have to settle it, hopefully, with a, a final match and that everybody can stay long enough to, to finish it and we'll get a, an 8 no and a true champion. Okay, So right. But uh, attendance has been well high enough this year and enough interest in the Grofas and everything that we've had a, a bigger turnout than in the past and more people, which is it's not a bad thing to have happen. So it's been good. Yeah, numbers are 146. I think uh, that no, the actual numbers are 171 this year. It's wow. the uh, third oh largest um, in the history of Aslock. Uh, I think it was 98 and 99 were the two biggest, the only two that were larger um, <laughs> previously. So. And we think that's the big 25th anniversary draw. Well, technically, it's not the 25th anniversary. Oh. It's Aslock 25. We're, oh, we're gonna, okay. We'll rule out a big shindig about the 25th anniversary next year to see if we can get everybody okay. back. 
<laughs> but uh, I think because it was ASLOCK 25, it was uh, it was a good excuse for a lot of people that haven't been for a while or haven't come to, you know, make sure they made it and, uh, you know, partook in, in number 25 because, you know, it's a nice, special number for a lot of people. So uh, it, it's been great to see a lot of people we haven't seen for a while, a lot of new faces, and we've gotten great feedback on uh, what's going on, you know. People like yourself for making their first trip here, so yeah, well, I enjoyed it. I was here twice before, oh, okay. back in uh, like Youngstown or somewhere else, or okay. and um, I was talking to Banizik at dinner, and he was like, "Well, how come your name is unknown if you've been playing since '85?" I'm like, "Because it was just me and a few friends, and I'd come to these things and just like hide in the background, you know, uh, okay. watch all you guys, you know, yeah. like who am I to talk about? You guys are all yeah. big the, players. Eight, eight so. of the first ten were in Youngstown. So, okay, yeah, yeah it was could have been one of those pre-pre kids. My daughter's in high school now. Yeah, so, that happens to a lot of and, people. Uh, yeah, but Jeff, of course, is uh, is his first time out here. Yeah. First for me. Glad you could make it. Oh yeah, it's great. It's been a great experience and great to see so many players and a great. This is a great venue. You got a great hotel here. Uh, yeah, we've been very happy with the hotel. They uh, they embrace us openly and really enjoy having us here. And um, the gaming facility, we're uh, on the sixth floor in the in the penthouse. We actually have natural light in certain locations, and we've got the room all to ourselves. We've got a uh, open bar that's running a lot of the times. That uh, I should say, a cash bar. But a bar that's open right outside the game room. Uh, there's a TV set up so you can, you know, watch football or rest in your downtimes. Um, and it, it's a real nice facility. And, you uh, may have a hard time getting people out of here tomorrow. I don't know if you're <laughs> if you're interested in going home, but you may have to stay. Are you responsible if they don't leave, like for them? Uh, as long as they're paying for the room, I think the the Holiday Inn's probably okay with them staying. Yeah, unless they have so. like the uh, mime convention starting, you know, <laughs> late Sunday night. And yeah. Take yeah. over the space. Yeah, a lot of the uh, foreign players, and we've had quite a few foreign players in this year, will fly out Monday, actually. So there'll, there'll be some gaming going on throughout the day tomorrow. I saw two guys in suits uh, get off the elevator and come walking through. I assume they were lost. I waved them in. Yeah, you talked to them, Jack. And, so, and, and they were standing there. So, yeah, I, I went up and talked to them for a couple of minutes, and they just said, what's going on? We just came up to see the ballroom. What is all this stuff? Oh, okay. So. I laid it all out oh, for good. them and yeah. encouraged them to Stay get in involved, get involved in the hobby. But they disappeared quickly. Well, you never know. It's a winter you war, know. winter yeah. war, and uh, some guy came in from remember that Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. He was a manager and he was coming through oh, for yeah, some right. reason. Yeah. And boy, he stuck in and he was looking at everything. Yeah. And he had a little gaming background, so we're like, hey, try it, you know, look up the starter kit, you know, get involved. And we always get has. a few that'll come in and you know look and be interested, and it, it it varies a lot on if they'll actually follow through and, and do much, but sometimes they do. And we offer uh, maneuvers at Aslock. Wild Bill, who's the uh, night TD. Um, is a very good teacher, and so uh, Friday night, I think we had three different players who sat down, and Bill walked them through a lot of the different uh, basics, depending on their level. Um, you know, some guys will be relatively experienced with certain asset or certain facets of the game, but need some pointers on tanks or OBA or something. So Bill will pretty much make up the situation as it goes, and maybe they'll add a second or a third player, and it's like, okay, you've got some tanks to bring on if that's what you need, and hey, you can have some OBA, and we'll work on those rules. And oh, and just, so they just kind of play an invented game? Yeah. Going through the rules. Yeah, just, oh, that's you know, tailors idea. it to you know what's going on, and he coaches them through, and ideally if they've got at least two guys, they can play against each other, and Bill's there to answer any questions, and coach them on what they need to do, but we try to make the uh, ASLOC, you know, 
newbie friendly. So if somebody's unsure about, you know, hey, I, I, you know, I've got the rules, but I've never played anybody, or I only play my buddy, and I'm not sure. You know, it's a way for them to get their feet wet, get a little more certainty behind what their rules knowledge is, and then. You know, frankly, the best way is is jump in with both feet and start playing different people. And you know, we offer we offer a starter kit mini on Saturday, in case there are new players that are starter kit. We try to be starter kit friendly, and then you know, encourage guys to jump into the full full rules and play different people. And there are a lot of people here that are very good at playing with new players and coaching them and teaching them. And so it's a good opportunity for them to. You know, play that way. And so we, we cater to a variety of players, hopefully, between the new player to the, the more experienced uh, guys. Yeah, now I was surprised you gave out a heck of a lot of awards yesterday. Now, yeah, how we many got, mini like, awards were there? I, I think we, we end up giving about 49 small plaques. I think we had about 47 mini tournaments this year. And we give out a plaque for the um, world and U.S. MVP as well. And then, then we give out four plaques for the Grofaz winner, and then second, third, and fourth. fourth place also, yeah. The the mini plaques are you know a little five by seven plaque with the uh, the squad leader you know uh, German OBA spotter on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're they're engraved with the mini you win and everything, and it also comes with a ten dollar prize. So you know you can go home a, a winner and. Uh, Show your family that you won something, and you know you made a little money in the process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Look, honey, ten dollars. Um, and yeah. I, I noticed there's free pizza tonight. Yeah, there, there's free pizza tonight. We had a keg last night, um, along with some uh, free soda and everything. So, um, especially when attendance is good, we have a, a, a little to, extra money, and we kick it back with you know free food. And you don't take it home. And put it in your vacation fund personally for you to. Uh, I'm thinking of doing so. that a little bit, but so far I try to you know spend a fair amount. We, I, I try to make sure we operate in the black so that I don't have to explain to my wife that I'm taking a week's vacation, disappearing, and leaving her with the <laughs> child to to run around and everything. Yeah. And I'm running at a loss, but you know I try to keep the uh, profit as low as possible so that. Uh, you know, <laughs> everything's taken care of. Yeah. Um, one kid at home, you said? Yeah, I just have one. Oh, how old? So, uh, eight going on nine. Okay. I have a nine-year-old, too, my youngest. So, so you can understand. Yes. And you, when did you get here? So everybody's starting. Oh, yeah, everybody showed up to game when? Saturday morning? Like, uh, showed we, up we and had ready one to go? game going. We had one official World Cup game on Friday. Um, Adam, Adam Lunny and uh, Wild Bill played on um, Friday afternoon. And the U.S. took a one to nothing lead in the World Cup. It was all downhill from there. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, I stopped by the hotel Saturday to drop some stuff off and say hi, check on things, make sure everything was okay. And then uh, went to Dave Gennard's picnic on Sunday um, and took my son to that. But I, my son had a hockey game and two soccer games, so I didn't have time to actually stop by the hotel then. So I just saw, like, Despite the rain, we actually had a fair amount of rain Sunday night, but we had about 40 people at Dave's picnic, which worked out, you know, really well. Wow. Um, he's a he's a great host, and that's a, a really, you know, uh, nice of him to open up his house to all the ASLers and welcome them in and everything. So I, I saw a lot of people Sunday, and then I came in for the duration Monday. Um, I get in Monday morning and then I'm here all week. Yeah. So. Are you getting tired of ASL? Uh Oh, I'm getting tired, but that's more the hours I've been keeping. Um, You know, I get to play a little, but I don't get to play quite as much as I'd I'd like on occasion. But, uh, 
Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It can be tough to try to play a lot and you know keep up with the uh, TD duties. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I usually need a little bit of a break after Aslock. But how many games did you get in? I've gotten yeah. eight in so far this week, which is great. Close to my high. I you know I, I usually don't get in this many, but uh, on Friday we had a stray for a mini tournament, and so I decided after waiting half an hour or 45 minutes that. Oh well, I'll just go ahead and play, and Jumping. ended up doing fairly well. So I ended up playing three games in the mini tournament, as opposed to you know uh, uh, that. So that worked out well. It was a PTO mini, so I, I love the Pacific. So that was are, nice. are the minis completed in a day then, like a morning, um, afternoon, and evening? Or? Ideally, that's the goal. Not all of them are, but they're they're structured in hopes that they get done in a day, with the exception of the Godzilla minis, which are supposed to be two larger scenarios on Wednesday and then a final that could be a very big scenario on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, sometimes when guys get run a little late, um, there are a few minis that don't finish in a day and they'll plan on, hey, you know, when we both get time at the end of the week, we'll play that mini final type deal. Um, and I've got a few plaques left over from four or five years ago when people never played their mini final. And I know I played a mini final at least a year or two late one time, and you know settled it when we finally hooked up. So, have you had any uh, interesting um, rules or adjudication you've had to? Um, well, I, I try to avoid adjudication. <laughs> um, we we have a time limit on our minis of 2 p.m. for the first round, just to make sure that. Everything gets going and uh, proceeds, and uh, we decided to avoid any controversy and adjudication. If you run over the time limit, both players are eliminated, and we move on with the money. Oh, that's so that you know. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> basically, I put it on the players that you know it's up to them to give me a winner by 2 p.m. If they don't give me a winner, then they can both drop out. And hey, if they're playing that slow, we don't want them in anyway, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Although I wonder if the guy that thinks he's losing would really slow down to make the other guy lose. I mean, he could just play his turns really quick. And it, it's yeah. up to them how to settle it. If they want to just say, "Hey, low roll gets it," or you know, one guy wants to concede, that's fine. I just I don't want to get in the process of judging a bunch of games and figuring out and no. listening to different stories and just you know yeah. make it clean and you know we'll get done that way. So yeah, no. overall, it's worked out fairly well. We've had it come up very few times and. Um, you know, it hasn't really been an issue when it has. I haven't so. seen any ugly incidents. No, I here. was going to say, has you anyone know, been like arrested <laughs> this year at all? <laughs> no, it, it's a pretty uh, clean and cooperative bunch. There haven't really yeah. been too many uh, bad incidents at all or anything. So uh, we, we haven't had to worry about that. I <laughs> almost took a sway, uh, swing at Dave just a little while ago. Because, well, he, uh, could, you know, he, he kept walking into my fire lanes. I couldn't stop him. Still, it was cruel of you. Yeah, cruel and unkind. Sorry. It's for last night, whomping me then. Yeah. So you deserved it. And you had um, pretty much players playing all night. Pretty much at any given time, there has been somebody here, right? All night long. Yeah. yeah. While, while Bill works the night shift, yeah. he usually shows up around midnight and um, is here through 8 a.m. So we've always got somebody in the room. And I think he's done a very good job of picking up games this year. That I think the earliest he said he'd finished a game was like 6.30 a.m. So... Guys have been staying up late, keeping him entertained and, and playing. And there are a lot of people that'll be up until three or four in the morning playing some games and you know having fun. Sometimes they're not always playing ASL. Sometimes they're playing something else. Oh, really? But uh, I, I've heard rumors of a few zombie games or various things, you know, floating around. That you know, once the beer starts flowing and it gets entertaining. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, 
Well, um, so you've been doing this for how many years now? Uh, this is my sixth year running it. Um, I think I've been coming since 92. Um, and are you going to continue to carry the torch or the? the uh, yeah, I'm not sure it. there's anybody to hand the torch off to. <laughs> uh, Make Bill Sizzler stay up during the day, and then he can away. get someone to watch it during the night. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I intend to keep running it for the foreseeable future. Uh, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, it, a lot of it does a lot of things by itself. That you know, it happens. There's been a contention that we could do nothing and. People would just magically show up at a hotel in Cleveland and start playing. Yeah. The tradition would continue on. So now, MMP yeah. doesn't doesn't. Re- it's not an MMP sponsored event. No, no we yeah. we don't we don't really request for any sponsorships. Our attendance yeah. is high enough that even only charging uh, twenty five dollars for if you pre-register, um, you know, we more than cover our own expenses. Even though we give out, you know, probably. $850, $900 in prize money plus the plaques and different things. Yeah. Um, we're self-sufficient. And in large part, it's just due to the large number of people that uh, when you have that many people staying at the hotel, booking that many rooms, the hotel space is, you know, very cheap. Yeah. So that makes life a lot easier. and We don't have to worry about covering the costs like a smaller tournament would have to there. And, uh, um, you know, it adds up. And that's one of the things we can do where we can, you know, pay, buy pizza for everybody tonight and... Um, you know, pick up some uh, beverages of their choice, you know, type of things throughout the week. And we've seen the rooms. Very nice. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, it's, it's a great location. Yeah, and it's a nice so hotel. easy to get to. It's just amazing how easy Yeah, it is. it's um, very close. It's about as close as you can get to the airport. Yeah. Um, they offer a free shuttle service, you know, to and from the hotel. So anybody <laughs> flying into Cleveland, um, it's very easy to get to. It's right off of uh, I-71 and I-480 in Cleveland. And Cleveland's actually, bizarrely enough, relatively centrally located to the U.S. population where, like, I've heard of it, 60% of the U.S. population is within less than a day's drive of Cleveland Mm -hmm. um, because we we hit both Chicago, New York City, and, you know, Boston and all those areas. So it's it's not a bad drive. Yeah, around. Yeah, um, Yeah. and and this year we had an amazing turnout from overseas. We had, uh, Mm -hmm. I think, 13 Anzacs descended on uh, on Cleveland, so we had a great turnout from, uh, from down under. And, uh, you know, I think in the World Cup play, we had 21 different foreign players participate, and I guess 41 or 42 different Americans. There was, there was one guy that played both sides since he has dual citizenship, so he just declared every game was a World <laughs> Cup game, and it didn't matter who his opponent was. So. <laughs> now, if, uh, if the turnout next year is 200, Instead of 170, it will be tight here. Then yeah, it, it will you, be tight. Frankly, we, we managed fairly well. Uh, I think with the numbers we had this year, that there yeah. were some complaints that space was tight, but nobody ever went without. I never heard of a game that didn't happen because yeah. the people couldn't find a space. Um, if we cranked it up enough, we we have access to a. Um, We've mostly been using it for a smoking room, but the Critical Hit Pizza Party was hosted there as well, the hospitality suite on the fifth floor. So we could overflow some games there, but, you know, not everybody wants to play in a smoking room, so that takes a certain type of player that wants to play there. Right. But if we got desperate, we could probably open up some uh, space on the first floor of the hotel if we needed to. Um, but, you know, I, I think we're in pretty good shape. That <laughs> We could take on a few more people without any issues, and like I say, this is the third highest attendance ever, so... We'll see if we ever get to 200. Yeah, we'll hope, but I'm not, hope it uh, keeps growing. My breath. Yeah, we'll hope we may it have keeps to growing. rent yeah. a motorhome next year or something. Maybe. <laughs> it could be. We could start, those, you know, traveling around. One of those pods. 
My father-in-law has one, so we could put it in the parking lot. Just bring it. We'll be all set. Borrow it. Hey, I see pizza, and I smell pizza. Well, let's go get some pizza. Brett, thanks very much. It's a great event. Thanks, Brett. Really super. Thank you. Thanks for coming. You do a great job. Appreciate it. Enjoy your guys' podcast. Thanks a lot. Good work. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye bye. 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 Oh, it was nice to hear from Brett again. Yep, checking in and um, t- takes us back a little nostalgia because Aslock was a full several weeks ago. Week, yeah, week two weeks ago. And um, so it's nice to hear his voice. He's got a good vo- radio voice. Jeff, did you have a contest idea you wished to announce to the listeners? No, no. I've decided to keep all the prizes. Oh. We set up all these prizes, <laughs> and then I've decided I'm going to keep them myself. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, I do have an idea for a contest because we have a. We have this fabulous print from uh, Ken Smith. Donated by Ken Smith. Yeah. And uh, what, what we think it's going to be the cover of uh, Hakapala when that comes out. And it's a beautiful print. And it's worth 90 bucks. Yeah. And it's a limited edition print. I don't know what kind of print, but limited mm-hmm. edition print. Nicely printed on paper, and it's beautiful, and signed by the artist. And a limited number, I think, also. On yes, it, I think they? it was 500. Yeah, they're numbered. So, uh, very nice print, and I think we should have a contest for it. So, here's my idea for the contest. The idea is call into our number, which, Dave, what's our, what's our phone number? What's our call-in phone number? We, should, we both know this so well. Um, yeah, <laughs> let me pull up the okay. website. All you have to do is call into the Two Half Squads number and leave us a message, 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds, a little elevator speech of how you describe squad leader. Let's say you're at a party. And you're talking to somebody, and you want to tell them what Squad Leader is about. Thirty to sixty seconds. What Squad Leader is all about? Oh, I thought it was why they liked Squad Leader. You can't say what it's all about in thirty seconds. Are well, you sure about that? Yeah. Well, you can say why you like it too. But the idea is, is to get these, you know, have something prepared that you would tell people. We want to know what you tell people, and then we will listen to them all. We'll place them on the air, and um, we'll do a drawing, actually. I think we'll do a drawing. We won't say which one is best. Correct. It'll be but a random you... drawing. to Get your name entered in the drawing. You need to leave us a voice message, because we've had this voicemail for a while, and two people called. I think I Me? called us, yeah, and, and then, then Jeff called, called us. <laughs> we both called to make sure it was working, and it is. So, so leave us a voicemail <laughs> at plus one. What's the plus one part? Well, plus one is, you know, you for got long one distance. first. Yeah, it means it's the United like one, States. One eight four seven. It's for the United States for those yeah. people that are calling in from overseas. All right, it'll be one, and then the area code six four one seven one five three nine hundred at extension two one eight two zero nine, and that number is on the website right there. Yeah. So call in. We'll run this contest from now until. Yeah, we better give them a deadline. Yeah. December 31st? December 15th? Before that. Wrap it up before Christmas. Okay, December 15th. Sure, December 15th. Yeah, so it gives you some time to to plan out something nice. You can enter more than once, but it won't do you any good. No, wait a minute. If you enter more than once... Well, we don't know what we'll do. We reserve the right to make up (laughs) rules for the contest in the spur of the moment. Yeah. Families of uh, Jeff and I are not eligible to join. No, that's right. And, but it's a very nice gift. So, and all you have to do, again, all you have to do is leave that, and then you're entered into the drawing. And we'll have a second and a third place as well. Yes. So we'll have a Maybe t-shirt, a t-shirt, or a pack of scenarios or yeah. something mm-hmm. from some of the uh, generous uh, donors. Yeah. So, 
So looking all right. forward to hearing from all of you, and we'll play some of those on the air. I bet there there might be some humorous ones even. And no swearing, folks. No, no swearing. It's a family show. And that'll wrap it up for tonight. Yeah, I think that's good. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Remember to roll low and rally well, well, but but not not when when you're playing playing us. us. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everyone. I kind of miss Aslock. I think I should have paid more attention while we were there instead of drinking all that beer. Well, at least you weren't sleeping through it. Yeah. He won. How can he win if he's like... (laughs) I don't know how he does it. I think he's a savant. A savant, which for a long time I thought that was a car. Savant. Does it drive really well? Quite erratically. I don't know. <laughs> it goes, I don't remember. It goes, yeah, it goes well on the highway, but uh,